welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome. Welcome. I feel right now more so than ever Mm -hmm. that we are like broadcasting from the distant past because we are recording this the night before the election and it's just going to (laughs) be listened to a week later. So it just feels like... Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. know? You know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. People are gonna hear um, just like a, either an innocence yes. or an edge in our voice yes. that won't make any sense next week. Correct. Or maybe, but maybe it still will, and maybe it'll it'll be like a month from now. We'll be like, that was weird. I'm imagining editing this on Wednesday, and it's and it'll just be like editing a like archaeological find. Totally. It'll be like remember when we had even less information than we do now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I can't shake that. But let's answer some questions anyhow. Let's do it. Read okay. it to me. Here we go. What's it from? Huh. It's from it's from the subreddit Am I the Asshole? One of my faves. It's very good. Hello everyone. I'll get right to it. <laughs> hi. I'm Hi. I'm 29F, live alone, don't rely on my parents for money, etc. Parents are usually great with one exception. They blab all my personal information to my extended family, their friends, and whoever asks, how's OP? I've told them many times that information like my mental health and illnesses, my relationship troubles, etc. Um, is not for them to share. I've tried not telling them, um, but mm. they wear me down until right. I'm too mentally burned out to resist. So yeah, so they've tried telling them to not do it. They've tried avoiding Keeping it. it to themselves. Yep. Yeah. I have told them multiple times that this is not acceptable, so communication is not the issue. Yeah, this is no shrinking violet, (laughs) y'all. On their next visit, I handed them a confidentiality agreement and said (laughs) they could sign it or all we would be engaging in is small talk. This agreement states that if they tell anyone but their therapist about anything I tell them, they will be given one month of absolutely no contact. Mm, mm. This was me setting a boundary in clear written terms, in my opinion, since they didn't seem to understand it verbally. My mother started to cry and said they only told people things so I could be supported. This is a lie, as nobody has ever sent me a text of support in any of these situations. My dad called me an ungrateful bitch, and they left. Did the dad, I mean, yeah. like, if the dad actually Whoa. used that language, then, like, we got some other problems in this yeah, family yeah, 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 dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> sure do. Yep. Um, am I the asshole for clearly writing my privacy boundaries and expecting them to be followed? This sort of behavior has caused me so much pain in the past. Um, <laughs> had your dad not called you an ungrateful bitch and then left? Like, I'm going to exclude that part for just okay. a moment and uh-huh. just like, you know. Focus on what happened. You are not the asshole for clearly no. for clearly writing your privacy boundaries and hoping that they would be followed. But like, <laughs> a lot of times parents don't follow them. Like, I'm not, I don't know why you thought that having them sign an NDA would be (laughs) any different than the hundreds of times before that you explained to them that it is wrong for them to share personal information. I think this person was just like, maybe my parents aren't audio learners. Maybe they're visual learners. Maybe they're reading learners. (laughs) 
<laughs> there was no way that this was going to work. Oh, no. It's absurd to think that this was going to work. I just that love the this was going to be the thing. Like, oh, <laughs> it's in writing now. Oh, OK. My signature's on it. Right, 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 right. Like, my lips are sealed now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's add the fact that dad calls her an ungrateful bitch back into it. Let's add it back into it for a second, because I do think that this 29-year-old, like, knows exactly how their parents were going to react to this and okay. did it to piss them off. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think they did it to get a rise out of them okay. a little bit. Like, sure. just to make them feel a little bit of the frustration that, that she's feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, she's just like, oh, you are driving me insane. How can I also kind of barb you a little mm. bit? You know, that seems to me like what this was about. Is that the move <laughs> with sort of like toxic family members to yes. just uh, escalate and yeah escalate the toxicity get toxicity. combative yeah, yeah. does that sound right to you Melissa no <laughs> this person probably had it right when it's like just don't tell your parents I really know how you're doing I think too I don't know like the extent I don't know how this has come to bite you in the ass so I don't I'm not here to tell you but I do think that you can also like maybe just let some of it go like sometimes I guess what I'm trying to say is that so what if your parents' friends know what's going on in your life? Fuck them. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a little bit of an extent to which you have to just kind of not care so much what other people think about you. Um, This is one of those where it's like, hey, I can't tell you what to tell and not tell them. But it sounds Mm -hmm. like your choices are don't tell them. Right. Or like tell them things that like get more comfortable with the idea that you're going to tell them stuff and people are going to find out. And it actually doesn't affect you that much if they find out or not. It seems like it really doesn't affect you. They never reach out. Yeah, exactly. They never reach out. They actually don't give a flying fuck. It's just for your parents. Like it just allows your parents to feel something about you, to feel connected with them. And it and it has nothing to do with you. I mean, it is mm. fucked up when people connect and deal in other people's trauma or problems or stuff, and that is the the means by which they the get currency. to connect. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Parents, lots of parents probably do that. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, What else do parents have to talk about? I just, again, love the theatricality of this move. So good. Yeah. So totally glad you did it. And now it's time to like really deal with the problem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now it's time to like stop getting theatrical and like, yeah, figure it out. Um, I have a question that's from Reddit, but was brought to my attention by my friend Kara. Shout out to Kara. Thank hey, you Kara. so much for sending us this one. It is from the subreddit Relationship Advice. It is written by a 22-year-old female about her 23-year-old male fiance. Great. Join, okay. join me. <laughs> I'm ready. They're right. ready. The listeners are ready. Awesome. We've had so much stress and been so busy around planning our wedding that my fiance and I haven't had much time to talk about anything. Yesterday, however, he told me he will not have sex with me on our wedding night, nor for the rest of the month because of no nut November. I... (laughs) I'm not sure where he heard about this or got so serious about it, but he is completely serious about this. Our wedding is in two weeks, and I'm just a wreck trying to deal with this on top of everything else. I've never heard him or any of his friends talk about this, so I'm just completely blindsided. Is there anything I can do or say to make him realize how ridiculous this is? Are you familiar with No Not November? No, of course. I'm as blindsided as this fiance. Um, 
I just, I don't know what this is about, but I think I do. Actually, though, I think I do know what this is about. Oh, tell um, me. I think, I think that this is just like an expression of toxic masculinity, the, mm. specifically the part where like men aren't allowed to have moments where they aren't feeling sexual desire. Okay. Like, I think he too is probably pretty stressed. Yeah. And I think he's probably like telling himself this story about No Nut November to be... <laughs> To sort of like explain to himself why he just hasn't been feeling all that frisky lately. Mm-hmm. And he just, it sucks that he has to do that because I don't, I don't think he really needs to do that. That's my conjecture. Okay. That's, that's the story I've made up about this one. I'm all What's about your take? personal challenges. Mm, mm. <laughs> when you're like, I'm not going to, you know, eat meat for the month. I'm not going to yeah. do A, B, yeah. and C. Like, I do think that there can be value <laughs> in those sorts of personal challenges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you fast regularly? No, not and even your, for holidays. Not even for holidays, and your family doesn't do it. So it's not like it's um because it made me think about Lent. I was just like, you're you're sort of sounding like a Catholic to me. Like you've got this um, <laughs> propensity for a little bit of yeah, just like self punishment as fun challenge. You know? Yeah, I guess I don't necessarily know if I think of these things as self punishment. I think sometimes when you sort of like shift the things you do yeah. and don't do you you realize other things oh I don't need to eat that much meat exactly you're just like oh I do this out of habit I don't do it because I like it so much I mean I like it but I don't need right. it sex you know? yeah in this yeah. case sex <laughs> yeah can I just google like the history of no nut November for a second we probably need to know that yeah no mm-hmm. nut November is an internet challenge revolving around abstinence in which participants abstain from masturbating or having an orgasm during the month of November it doesn't really actually say sex but okay Although no it's no it's no nut which i think means <gasps> busting a nut or i mean oh. it means ejaculating no ejaculating wow so like that's what it means the experiences like cis hetero females have with men this has nothing to do with sex it has to no. do with coming okay yeah, that's i'm right. gonna i'm gonna like i'm gonna I'm going to reserve my judgment. Why even reserve your judgment? Because I'm not done reading yet. And I believe in finishing a whole Wikipedia article before you place judgment. Not a whole like New York Times article. The entire Wikipedia, just the like the The introductory. Yeah. Yeah. This only has an intro section, by the way. Okay. 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 Although (laughs) No (laughs) No Nut November was originally intended to be satirical. Some participants claim that abstaining from ejaculating, watching pornography has health benefits. The Reddit community. (laughs) Oh, this is where we've gone wrong. We we aren't Uh on the subreddit No Nut November. I don't. After some public figures such as Paul Joseph Watson promoted the campaign. Pain. E.J. Dixon of Rolling Stone magazine has suggested that the movement has been co-opted by the far right. <gasps> I love it all. <laughs> oh my god. So wait, is the problem is the problem maybe that like her she's about to marry someone who's gone really alt-right? <laughs> And like needs to be warned, like, have we just like, what this is about? Something like much more even insidious more sinister. and yeah. scary here. Yeah. Oh, I, no. I mean, I'm just kind of in that pre-election mood. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <sighs> no. I I mean, like, with giving him the benefit of the doubt, I'm going to assume what you initially said, which is just sort of like sometimes, yeah, yeah, people don't know how to like vocalize the anxiety and stress that they're feeling around something. No, not November. I obviously don't know anybody taking part in this. As I mentioned, I'm mildly appalled that it's like it is just about 
no ejaculation. So like actually in reality, yeah, yeah. like he like on their wedding day, he could just get her off and oh, he exactly. will have succeeded in no not November. Yeah, that's what she needs to tell him. That's it's simple. <gasps> there we go. You're right. She was like, what is the thing I can say to him? And, it's and the this. thing it's, is, this has nothing, nothing to, do to do with, do with me you. and my <laughs> yeah. pleasure. You rock on to you, fiance. Enjoy you your still, no not November. Yeah. I'll, you still need to go down on me on our wedding night. That's yeah. The, the price of admission, so. Oh, my God. Can we keep any of this? Only that part. It's going to be very brief. <laughs> oh, no. I love We're it failing so failing already. Much. What if we only produce, like, a three-minute episode? We're just like, sorry, guys. It was too weird. Like, it was too hard. We did our best. We'll read them, like, five questions. We'll answer them in 10 seconds. And then we'll be like, okay, bye. Bye. We bye. hope the world's not on fire when you listen to this. Good luck to you, future yous. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Future use. Ugh, I'm no. I'm nervous for you, but excited too. I'm just yeah. ready for this all to be done. Yeah, me too. I really can't wait to get this behind us. And it's yeah. I guess just like one little one little information drip at a time, you yeah. know. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. I told you I've about where I was election twenty sixteen, right? In that like postage stamp sized room hotel in New York while we were opening That's right. In the microtel. Because we were opening a restaurant there and I had gotten like a several nights of free rooms and my room overlooked the Empire State Building, which was projecting the results of the election onto the side. So I was just like living in a dystopian future version of New York City. You were living in the beginning of that movie um, about people with mental illness starring Emma Stone and that other guy and it's futurist. Did you know that? Did you watch that? Yes. I watched the, the pilot of it and then I was like, oh, this is terrible. The other guy is it. Jonah Hill. Jonah the other Hill. Right. Like, he's not also a prominent just, actor. Well, <laughs> the reason is that there's that new guy who kind of has taken over the Jonah Hill vibe and he's in, um, oh my God, he's in Avenue five or whatever and he's he's been in some stuff and he kind of has replaced jonah hill wait describe josh gad oh so josh my, gad no i yes. don't think they're the same josh gad is the theater school like the the theater kid version of jonah hill you're exactly hill right yeah is the like skateboarding version of josh gad i actually really like jonah hill when you listen to him talk i think he is very <laughs> like pretty intelligent cool dude. yeah oh, yeah yeah, cool. yeah i i like i feel like i grew mm-hmm. up with him when i listened to him talk Oh, nice! I should give I should give that a try. Yeah, yeah. I love I I do think they're very distinct. I'm I guess I'm just saying that he's sort of taken a place in my brain where mm. Jonah Hill's name used to live, and I'm like, oh, I don't care about Jonah Hill anymore. All got I it. care about is Josh Gad. Got it, got and, it. Yeah. But I couldn't even remember his name just now, so you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, I have one for you, Alyssa. I'm ready. This one is good. This one is from Dear Prudence. Okay. In Slate. Wonderful. I began dating Kara about a year ago. Kara is in quotes. When we first met, she told me she suffered from migraines often induced by strong smells. Yep. I switched my deodorant and stopped burning scented candles in my home. A big change for me. Scented candles had previously helped me control my anxiety. Mm-hmm. I've changed other things, too. We've even left parties early because hosts had plug-in air fresheners. This has been challenging for me, but I do love her, and I want her to be well. Okay. 
A month ago, Kara tested positive for COVID after losing her sense of smell and taste. Oh, God. She had some gastrointestinal symptoms, and without thinking, I sprayed scented air freshener to cover up bathroom smells. Kara couldn't smell the air freshener, and she didn't have a migraine. I feel disconcerted that I've been, quote, cleansing my life of all scented fragrances for a year, only to realize this is perhaps all in her head. I don't want to bring this up because I don't want to upset her during a difficult time, but I also don't want to raise children with someone who is either a hypochondriac seeking attention or unable to exist with the normal fragrances that are a part of daily life. Is it worth bringing up with her? Should I seek some sort of medical opinion? Does it matter whether it's all in her head or a legitimate physical response? Please help. Okay, you do need some help. Uh Yes. (laughs) You definitely need help. You totally need some help. I don't know the gender of this person writing in. I have made an assumption, which, you know, may or may not be fair, that this is written by a man about his girlfriend. But okay, so um, this person says, please help. Let me like give you a little bit of help. Let Alyssa help. (laughs) Let me help you. (laughs) This question of doesn't matter whether it's all in her head or a legitimate physical response is incredibly problematic. Like, yep. And misunderstands completely the connection between mind and body, which is like extra ridiculous because it's migraines, which are all in her head. (laughs) In her head. Yeah. Literally, this is in her head. Yeah. 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 And so that alone feels really uninformed and also dismissive by the way that they speak oh. about the idea of well, something they being seem all hopeful. in her head. They seem hopeful that it's all in her head, kind of. Like, quick mm. to judge and sort of like, yeah, I want to go back to normal and maybe she's just crazy and I can like just do what I want to do with or without her. Right. <laughs> it's sort of what right. this Like of, the idea you know? of when something is all in someone's head, you're you're allowed to be dismissive of it. Is that kind yeah. of... Also, this person talked about raising children with them. They're so serious about this person, their girlfriend, that they think they're going to have babies together. And this is how they talk about them. I know. Well, but that's the thing is like you can, you can picture a future with someone and not respect them people have been doing it for centuries can i give my opinion on kara <gasps> yeah do I, it. I don't think kara is a hypochondriac i think kara nope. does have that so- something about smells um what w- was triggering migraines i actually don't understand how he can interpret it this way it just makes so much sense to me that it's like when one of your senses gets overwhelmed say mm. it's smell that like it leads to a migraine and mm, if the, sure. if the yeah. connections are interrupted you're not getting those signals in your right. brain because covid has interrupted the signals why would you get a migraine like it just yeah. doesn't mean i'm just like the receptors aren't picking up the stuff so they're mm-hmm. not freaking out like what what do you what do you mean? Yeah, he feels so put off by the ways in which he's had to change his life. Like that he's done all of these great things like switching his deodorant and not burning candles. He thinks very highly of himself for Right, and that they've like left some parties. Like yeah, th- thank you, thank I you. guess. But also, I don't know, people make sacrifices for partners. Yeah, all the time. People leave parties because their partner is tired or depressed or, yeah. Or like, a just... horrible drunk. Yeah, that too. I mean, there's people, listen, people leave parties for their partner all, all the, time. the time. All the time. People <laughs> even switch deodorant for their partner. Just because something is 
in your head, like quote unquote, in your head doesn't like make it less valid either. I do think there are cases when dating somebody with a chronic illness or illness um, where you do have to give up a lot and it can be hard. I personally don't think this is one of those cases, but I guess what I would say to caller is if they feel these things are too big to give up, then break up. Give this person a chance to find somebody uh, who's okay with it. Can I read you another job-related one? Of course. I love that, that stuff. That brings in some COVID themes. Ooh, please. Okay. It is signed anonymous, and it's from The Times, The New York Times. I am so unhappy with my job. I feel guilty for feeling this way. I work at a multinational company. I have big responsibilities and work on strategic projects. Despite COVID-19, I still have upward mobility and great perks, but I want to leave. I feel uninspired and dread most of my projects. I feel ungrateful and ashamed. I thought about quitting so someone who's out of work and can appreciate the job more than I do can benefit from it. But my company has stopped backfilling positions at my level. It doesn't seem right. I know, wild. It doesn't seem right to apply to the few interesting available jobs when there's a growing pool of highly qualified unemployed professionals who need a job more than I do. How do I deal with work dissatisfaction in these times? Do I even have a right to complain? Should I just suck it up? How do I get unstuck? Signed, Anonymous. Oh, boy. Wait, so let me just get this straight. They don't need to work. So, but they're too, they're too guilty at no point does it say what their financial situation is were they to quit this job. They do say that if they were to leave this job, they would look for a different job. Okay. And then yeah. they said, but they feel guilty about applying to those jobs because Correct. they don't need it? Because they have a job right now. And if they leave their job, it won't be right, filled. Right, because they're like be not, they're back, not going to fill yeah. open They're not positions. backfilling positions. Well, that's this not this level. person's problem. That is not this person's problem. That's not this person's problem at all. Like what's this person's problem is like taking their own life into their hands and doing yes. what they need to do for themselves. So yeah, like your a- <laughs> own choices as far as like, what jobs you do and don't take are yeah. not going to massively affect, you know, others out there who are potentially unemployed or less fortunate than you. Like, yeah. if you feel deeply about these issues, let me tell you some politics you can get involved in. But your own choice of what job you do and don't take isn't necessarily really going to make a huge impact. No. And ironically, like, you know, people, sorry, I'm just going to go from like this to a totally different topic. People mm, who take me with you, you know, like you're like you are feeling guilty about the freedom you have to apply to other jobs. Um, and you're feeling guilty that you're sort of like not kind of respecting the greater good or like the commonwealth mm-hmm. of your of your, you know, peers in this nation. I feel like this is sort of the ironic thing about people who want a small government because it gives them more freedom. Actually, a bigger government gives people more freedom. Like mm-hmm. if we had a bigger government, if we had more of a social safety net, like this person would not have to feel guilty. They could just do what yeah. they want. Other people could right. also like work or not work. Like actually like 
real freedom is a big government y'all like and it's yep. it's sad that you're sort of like in you find yourself i'm assuming you're an american um and you're kind of in this place where you feel like the entire weight of the world is on your shoulders because it feels like no one else cares right you know like it Which does so feel sad. like no one else cares it that does is feel sad. that way that is a governmental failure that's not a your personal failure yeah and yeah. your responsibility is like to your own happiness and to compost and to compost i mean these are the only two things you can control your own sort of um waste management your own waste (laughs) management and your own sort of career trajectory it's all you got oh my god although let's be real waste management gets uber political and really classist super fast so yeah you know Whatever, throw your trash on the street. Who the oh, fuck cares anymore? Who fucking cares? Yeah, it's a, it's the planet's on fire, so we don't. Yeah, it's gonna so burn, burn it's it gonna down. Get incinerated. Doesn't matter. Let people pursue the jobs they want. Um, yeah, like and take care of people who can't find work. And yeah, just ugh, we're the yep. richest nation on the planet, at least for the moment. I mean, we won't be soon, but like <laughs> at at the at moment, the moment and we could maybe turn the ship around if we acted like it you know like i'm so i'm so sorry for this person me too it's re- it's it's really sad i hope that they've left their job and yeah. are, have found some other way to find happiness in their life me too i i do feel for this person and as i said i'm just like oh my heart breaks but i also am like should i not feel bad for this person like i feel like they're in that trap you get when you feel guilty and then you um Ugh, I don't know how to make this not sound bad or weird, but you know when you sort of like <laughs> sit in your guilt instead of doing something about it? Um, yeah, I that's... mean, you can still feel bad for them, even if this person's sadness like isn't actually based on them wanting to make the world better. I still want people to feel okay in their job, to feel fulfilled right. enough To be able to work. move from day to day, yeah, and not be in a pit of despair, totally. I don't want people who like aren't doing tons of great you know work for society to like be punished and be miserable like I don't actually care if this person is gonna like help save the planet or compost I just want them to know like it's okay like it's it's okay yeah and it's not your happiness matters your happiness matters yeah Mm -hmm. it sure does but also like compost you know okay I have one I think you're gonna like I have had my unusually intelligent jog, Regina. Why is it important that to Regina name the dog? Because there's two dogs. Because there's a couple dogs in the story. But why okay? not use the dog's real name? Like, what are we protecting here? Oh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, they're protecting their own their own privacy. Okay, probably. fine, fine, fine. You're right because their dog has such a unique name. It's not Cooper. Okay, <laughs> I have had my unusually intelligent dog, quote unquote, Regina, enrolled in a class to learn advanced tricks. Each dog learned one major trick to demonstrate in a showcase at the end a different dog owner taught her dog to close a cupboard upon command bringing in a detached cupboard and happily demonstrating that her dog would now close the cupboard closed upon hearing close it after the showcase the cupboard was open as the students chatted with the instructor i mentioned that i should teach regina the cupboard trick without really thinking just mentally practicing i looked at regina and said close it regina promptly did so the owner's face fell I could see she was a little dismayed. (laughs) 
I could see how it was thunder stealing for Regina to easily learn something that had taken the other dog several weeks. I didn't know what to do, though, so I just stood there awkwardly until the conversation moved on. The real solution here is probably not to utter commands absentmindedly, but since that already I mean, happened, that's not the real solution here, no. but since that already happened, is there anything I could have done to defuse the situation after? I can't very well tell someone that I'm very sorry my dog is so smart, but perhaps I could have made a joke along the lines of, oh, your dog must have explained it to her, or simply said I was sorry without specifying why. The situation what? probably <laughs> arises for parents of highly gifted children, too. What, oh if anything, God. should I have done? Nothing. Yeah, so this <laughs> not, this one is hilarious in that it re- just reveals so much about the writer that they don't intend to reveal, like about sort of the proud feelings they have about their dog is though their dog is a highly gifted child sort of just mm. like the yeah just they're they're sort of like the way they move about the world is to sort of like apologetically praise themselves you know like <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm so sorry that i'm just so good at this i mean uh, i just feel bad that i'm so good at you know oh um that that they're that kind of person sure, it's sure, fucking sure. hilarious to me obviously and i think this is what miss manners said too it's just like yeah you should have just been like oh well your other dog was a good teacher yeah exactly or nothing you don't or nothing. Nothing, you don't yeah. gloat. Doesn't, like gloating is rude. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah no you one just, fucking cares. Yeah, you just do it and then like move on. But yeah, I, yep. I think if you are uncomfortable, your dog must have taught her. Great teacher. Great teacher. Oh my god. Oh yeah. boy, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Genius dogs. She knows she's got it good. She just wants us to know that she knows. from the past to you in the future now listening we hope everything is okay um you can find us online at dearsoandso.pizza where you can listen to new episodes where you can write in you can also follow us on instagram at dearsoandsopodcast and If you'd like to call in, leave us a message. We would love to play your voice on this show. The phone number is daddog5078. Daddog5078. Our theme music is by Busy Hemphill. And as always, I'm Steph Karp. And I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. Talk to you next week, Steph. Bye. Bye. recording from a place that's not my my own bedroom for the first time so i i too feel like this is just like i'm i'm dreaming yeah. it's like i'm it's like i had a dream last night that i recorded the podcast but i was in some weird house full of buddhas and this like eiffel tower vanity mirror and like it was and lo really and behold weird. here you are and lo and behold here i am